money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Today's episode is also presented by Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body. Each week, choose from an expansive and delicious menu of dinners, lunches, breakfasts, and snacks. Every box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients. No shopping, no food waste, just globally inspired, restaurant-quality, plant-based meals. Get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering the code PODGO30 at checkout today. That's PODGO30 for $30 off your first Purple Carrot box. Purple Carrot, the easiest way to eat more plants. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixtag. It's your man, Jared Watson here, the Cowboy. I'm alongside the Wrestling Encyclopedia and three-time, three-time, wait for it now, wait for it. Gotta hold hold, hold it, hold it, wait, 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 wait. Three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion, Mr. Keith White. Keith, how's it going today, man? Jared, we're doing breaking news right this minute dark match before we even get into the opening contest new japan pro wrestling sets a roku channel tv deal in the united states united kingdom and canada check this out man so um they're gonna host a one air hour week one hour weekly series on air on the roku channel beginning february 11th and then every thursday after that 5 p.m episodes are going to be available on demand to roku's estimated 61.8 million users for free with ads and then also they're going to have a whole big block of library content um especially from like 2020 from new japan dude check this out okay are you ready for this here's what here's what the wrestling fan can do during the week on monday you have the choice the option of monday night raw or ring of honor On Tuesday, you have the choice, potentially, if it ever comes back, of NWA Power and or Impact Wrestling. On Wednesday, you could watch MLW Fusion, AEW Dynamite, and NXT. On Thursday, you can now watch New Japan, starting February 11th. And then on Friday, end your week with SmackDown. That is insane. Every day is filled up. Every slot is filled. It's amazing. And then that's not even counting pay-per-views on weekends. Uh, So your your whole week is full of wrestling. It's like you said. This this seals it. Yeah, yeah. It it just seals the deal because we've been saying forever, this is the perfect and best time to be a fan of professional wrestling. And that cements it right there. 
we, we just had this conversation the other week about how nobody really in the U.S. knows that much about New Japan because it's so far away and you can't get it over here. Now you have that ability. That's breaking news, guys, when we're coming on the air. Uh, that That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I, I would love to partake in that because I personally have never seen a New Japan uh, episode or pay-per-view or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so this is super exciting, and we'll get into it a little bit uh, later in the good, good, bad, and dynamite. But uh, I'll talk a little bit about something from New Japan in that. So Keith, uh, this is great stuff, man. Good way to start up the show. Some good news. We'll finally get to to get introduced to a little bit of that style. So uh, let's get into it, Keith. That was breaking news. But we got to get into the episode to our opening contest. All right, tag gang, we have. Not the MLW good, bad in Major League this week. Uh, Keith uh, just decided not to do it this week. Forgot. I don't know. What, what's your excuse, Mr. Wrestling Encyclopedia, if you have one? One word. Two words put into one word. Blowout. You don't know about that? You don't know about that blowout? You don't know about that cranky baby trying to eat a new food called pumpkin? Spitting that pumpkin up? You don't know about that life, Jared. No, you don't know I, about that. Karen, Karen, Karen knows. Karen knows about that life. Karen remembers that. She does. Karen has some stories. Oh yes, and she gets so, them cables too. But uh, yeah, she does. Karen yeah. gets the cables. But yeah, I, it was it was a disaster of a night, and then it was you know a long, strong work day. So I just apologize to the tang gag, but we do have MLW content for you later in the show. So don't worry. That's right. We're going to make it, make it up to the tagging out there. But I came in clutch as always. I have your weekly AEW recap. But this time, I'm changing it up a little bit. Instead of good, bad, and dynamite, we are doing good, great, and dynamite. Because I, looking with my own eyes, I could not find a bad this week in AEW. And I'm sure there was. But, you know, to my eye, from 8 to 10 o'clock p.m., I did not find something that was worthy of putting as bad although some would disagree but this is my good great and dynamite for this week all right starting off with the good uh the good was the women's match between dr Britt baker dmd taking on thunder rosa uh this is probably easily the two best women's competitors in aew right um Britt baker's kind of the leader in that women's division uh then you have thunder rosa who's not really officially signed with aew but it's speculation that, you know, their relationship with NWA, she might sign with AEW, she might go back to NWA. We just don't know yet. So she's kind of riding the wave. But this match was incredible. Two of the best uh, currently in the women's wrestling scene. It was good. Uh, the rivalry built up was fantastic uh, as Britt Baker kept attacking Thunder Rosa in the back. Um, and Keith, Dr. Britt Baker knocked out thunder rosa i mean put her in that submission hold uh she passed out uh it was awesome to see one of the better women's matches i've seen on a dynamite episode uh in a very long time so that was my good okay moving on to the great this week not the bad the great the wedding and keith this is a little hurtful to me though even though it was great my beloved penelope ford uh got married to kip sabian so tell me all about it. Tell me about the plans you're making. Oh, tell me one thing more. 
this week with Miro as the best man and Chuck Taylor as the butler because we all know that situation where he lost the match, had to become the butler. Uh, this wedding was good. I mean, it, it was a typical wrestling wedding scene, promo, action, but uh, there was a little bit of interesting things mixed in it. Uh, the vows were a little risque, uh, a little sexual. Uh, that was interesting. Um, Miro uh, referenced his weddings in WWE with Lana, uh, and he's like, oh, don't worry, dude. I've seen plenty of, of terrible weddings. This is not going to be one of them kind of thing. Uh, that was pretty cool as well. Um, Orange Cassidy popping out of the cake uh, to surprise uh, the bride and groom and, you know, Penelope gets her face planted in the cake. It was just, it was a, it was a mess, but it was a beautiful mess at that. So that was my grade. Some people might disagree, AKA Cam Manning, AKA Floridian villain, but it's okay. It's okay. We can all have uh, opinions on this matter. And that was mine. It was great. On to the dynamite. Here's where it gets exciting, Keith. And you know, how I referenced new Japan. Uh, I was going to talk about it a little bit later. Here is where it fits in. My Dynamite this week, uh, the main event of the night on Dynamite was John Moxley teaming up with Pac and Ray Phoenix, taking on Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. But at the end of the match, somebody came out, masked, couldn't tell who it was, attacked Moxley, and lo and behold, it is Kenta from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, some of you know him as Hideo Watami from NXT. Uh, he came out, attacked Moxley, did a little bit of a GTS there. Uh, not CM Punk-like, but, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, they are currently feuding in New Japan uh, for, for a title there, I believe. I don't remember which one exactly, but uh, we're going to find out now with this new New Japan deal going on. But uh, it was super exciting. Another way that uh, these wrestling promotions are coming together and working together. Keith, you, you realize that AEW has partnered with NWA, Impact Wrestling, and now New Japan. It's It's getting crazy. Where, where's ring of honor and all this right <laughs> they are a internet wrestling community's dream right now with the exception of those who are haters right you know if you just take away the haters just the idea of what aw is doing right now is pretty awesome because you're getting all these other promotions that they're just doing cross promotions with also remember triple a right they also they had triple a in there as well um so it's just it's it's awesome to see uh, you know, it'd be cool if NLW partners with them too. I, I would just love to see everybody who's not WWE just jump in with them and, uh, you know, and just kind of admit to a whole, whole other world, a, a whole universe of pro wrestling. That's, that's what they do. It would almost be like WWE against the world pretty much. Uh, and it's almost like that now it's, we're pretty much halfway there to that being a real thing. So that was my dynamite this week. Kenta appearing on AEW and Keith, he will be teaming up with Kenny Omega next week to take on uh, John Moxley. Um, and I forget Moxley's partner. Maybe it's Pac, but uh, that will be a match next week on Dynamite. Uh, so look forward to that. Um, that was a good, great and Dynamite this week, Keith. Uh, I, I hope that made up for the loss of the MLW Good, Bad, Major League. Uh, let's hope so. I mean, you couldn't remember, you know, the ID, IGWP title or who Moxley's, you know, teaming with next week. So we're both on the struggle bus just a little bit today. Just a little bit. You know, we're, we're the college boys, right? I'm back in school and you're back teaching. So uh, interesting stuff. But uh, let's move on. Uh, let's let's go to our next topic here on the show. And that is some good news. 
Rey Mysterio. We all love Rey Mysterio, right? Uh, he's the ultimate underdog, high flyer, uh, masked luchador. Rey Mysterio has signed a new deal with WWE. Uh, WWE and Mysterio have worked out a new contract that will keep the former WWE champion with the company for the next three years. Now, Mysterio did, in fact, receive an offer from AEW uh, last summer that equaled WWE's per-match offer, but Ray chose Vince McMahon's because it was for more dates. So, Keith, what do we think about this move, uh, having Mysterio stay with WWE for what looks like the rest of his wrestling career? Well, he's always been a loyal guy. Um you know, he's also going to be with his son, right? Possibly his daughter, I think. It makes a lot of sense. I, I think we would all like to see him in AEW because of the potential new matchups that he could have. But at the same time, and you, you know, you think too, less dates. I mean, it's really attractive, but um, it makes more sense for him to stay in WWE. I have to say, man, overall, looking at his career, I, I love the WCW stuff more. Uh, and a lot of that to me has to do with once Eddie died, I really hated because I felt like if you look at the picture of him the year before Eddie died versus the year after Eddie died, somebody might have been hitting the juice a little bit. And that was when he won that WWF, uh, WWE championship um, or the World Heavyweight Championship, whichever. But I just I have this bad feeling that him, like others, felt the need to bulk up for Vince. And I don't know if it was due to the rigors of the road or what, but, you know, his style changed a little bit. I'm not hating on Ray because he's an amazing uh, wrestler, a future Hall of Famer, and maybe the greatest luchador of all time. Um, but I like what he's doing. Uh, I, I think it's a good move. And he also said that he does. He just he's going to retire when Father Time tells him it's up. So if you're going to do that, and he's going to take more dates, it sounds like the passion's still there. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I just I, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, Keith. I personally did not want to see him go to AEW simply because he's that much of a known name in WWE. It's kind of hard to see him anywhere else. I mean, I know he went to uh, Lucha Underground, I think it was, for a little while. Uh, and, he, of course, he was on WCW. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like this move. It's going to help his son out a lot, Dominic. Uh, Dominic's actually really talented in the ring. I don't know how much advice or more help he could get from his father, but it's always going to be nice to have that around that presence in the locker room uh, around, but uh, Ray's super talented. Um, I, I did notice like you pointed out how he got bigger uh, over time. Yeah. You want to say something? Did, did I hear you correctly? Or did I not hear you? Did you say that Dominic is more talented than Ray? In the no. Did I, did I hear that correctly? No, I said, okay. Okay. Good. No. Yeah, no, no, no. I would never Good, say that. I was about to, I was about to, I was about to rant on you so hard. No, no. I said he is super talented, uh, but I, I don't know how much more of Ray's wisdom, advice, uh, could help him as as much as as it already has. But I will say this, uh, going back to what you said about him being bigger, um, I don't know if that was on purpose or if that was uh, a result of Eddie passing. Um, you know, we've seen stars take a break from WWE and come back and get jacked. Uh, we see it with Jinder Mahal. We see it with Drew McIntyre, the current WWE champion. So it's not, it's, it's you know, it's a possibility. Uh, but I, I just don't know. But 
he will be a Hall of Famer. He will be a WWE Hall of Famer. He, he will be the greatest masked luchador wrestler of all time. And we're witnessing the final years of a legend. So I'm glad he stick he stuck with WWE. I hope that maybe him and Dominic don't get fused together. I kind of hope Ray can do like one more little run, maybe for a U.S. title or an Intercontinental title at some point. I don't think he'll be able to do a WWE or Universal title like Edge is going to do, but it's cool to see Ray re-sign with WWE, um, and he deserves it, man. I mean, that dude's worked his butt off. He's the ultimate underdog. He was always put up against bigger men in his way, and he always found a way to pull through. Uh, So congrats, Ray. On the new extension with WWE, Keith and I are always rooting for you. Um, So, going from some good news to a little bit of speculation and bad news. Um, Richard Holiday, he has been on the show before. We've made that pretty clear. Um, He had a little bit of controversy going on. So, Richard defended his Caribbean championship against the rightful owner of the title, Savio Vega. Last week on MLW Fusion, Holiday would beat Vega with the help of the referee, who was revealed to be Tim Don- Donaghy. Am I pronouncing that right, Keith? Donaghy? Donaghy? Uh, I- I'm not... Too- I think it's Donaghy. Donaghy? Okay. Tim Donaghy, the referee who served time in prison as a result of his role in the 2007 NBA betting scandal. Holiday and Donaghy were interviewed in the back where they denied anything controversial had happened. Uh, Here's a quote I found from an executive at MLW. Here it is, quote, While all referees are assigned by the Athletic Commission, MLW takes any and all matters involving corruption very seriously, end quote. Keith, is this the ultimate work uh, that we're seeing here, or is this like a real thing that happened? What are we thinking here? Jared, first of all, Richard Holiday's father slash lawyer would tell you that possession is nine tenths of the law. So that being said, you know, you mentioned that uh, that Savio Vega is the rightful owner of the title. But, you know, Richard Holiday and his father slash lawyer would beg to differ. Secondly, um, you know, did the referee help? You know, it looked like, you know, I mean, he could have he could have been just been frozen in the moment. Um, you know, he could have uh, been potentially paralyzed, you know, partially paralyzed. Uh, you know, it could have been a situation where, um, you know, maybe he just, you know, he, he was just athletically unable to move at the moment. You know, the, the moment was so big for him. Uh, Jared, a lot of things could have happened. Um, and, you know, and Tim Donahue, you know, when, when, when you get involved in that NBA scandal, uh, the next best thing you can do is referee in professional wrestling, because, there's a natural tendency to go towards uh, the world of professional wrestling. Jared, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to speculate. Uh, Richard Holiday has been a fantastic Caribbean champion. He has been representing all things Caribbean. And um, Jared, I, I just wish you wouldn't, uh, I don't think you should, you know, mess with the good name of Richard Holiday. Just saying. Well, we all are consumers after all. Uh, we're breathing uh, rarefied air, as as he would say. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if, you know, 
uh, it looks a little fishy to me, Keith. Um, you have somebody, you know, coming in from the NBA, doing all this interesting and corrupt stuff, coming in to help Richard win the match. He's not even the rightful Caribbean champion anyway. But it is Savio Vega. And we all know that. He might tell you differently, but we all know that. Um, but that does not mean I do not like Richard Holiday in this situation because that's what he does, right? He, he wins championships. He has the gold. He's going to let you know what he thinks, and he doesn't care about the, what the consumers have to say. So my opinion is irrelevant. Uh, but uh, I, I like this situation. I like where MLW is going with this, uh, whether it plays out to what we think it will be. We don't know. We don't know, but Richard Holiday is still the Caribbean champion, and he'll let you know about it too. And yes, his father slash lawyer uh, will be involved. Uh, that is for sure. Um, I don't mean to move on so quickly, Keith, with this, but I just found out some breaking news about a WWE legend, um, Devon Dudley. Um, he came out earlier. Nothing, nothing tragic happened, thankfully. But Devon Dudley did suffer a stroke. Uh, he announced a couple weeks ago, uh, and he is said to be recovering from said stroke. Um, I just found this on a wrestling news website. Uh, pretty interesting here. Uh, we had no idea um, what was going on, but. Uh, Keith, this this is something that you know you never want to hear uh, when it comes to wrestling and you know in the world in general. Um, so, give some thoughts on Devon Dudley really quick if you have any, or if we just want to wish him the best of luck in his recovery. Uh, very few things are scarier than a stroke, so uh, we just want to wish him all the recovery and and behalf on behalf of the tag gang because that is a, a scary. Uh, scary situation and he's got his uh his two boys now in aw and you know and just flying high as a father i'm sure right now but man yeah you don't want to hear that about anybody and he's a fantastic performer one of the greatest uh tag team wrestlers of all time um yeah just thoughts and prayers to devon right now speedy recovery full recovery we are hoping for you and praying for the best yeah and uh, i have a quote here from devon himself uh, here it is, quote, I'm doing all right. I'm getting stronger and stronger each day. I was denying it and wasn't saying anything before, but I let it out now. I had a stroke, and now I'm doing so much better. I'm back to my normal self almost, end quote. Devon, we wish you the best, man. You're one of the coolest guys uh, to ever grace the company and in the industry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we wish you uh, the best of health going forward. Thoughts and prayers from us and the tag gang going out to you. All right, Keith, um, before we wrap up the show, you know, it was, it was a pretty quick show, we know, this week. But uh, I feel like we got to end it the way we usually do with our wrestlers of the week. Um, usually, Keith and I discuss this before we go on air. We did not this week, so it'll be interesting to see who we pick. And I'm going to let him go first. Uh, Keith, who is your wrestler of the week? My wrestler of the week this week, ha I think, has to be everyone's wrestler of the week. And I'll be interested to see if it's the same as yours. But it's got to be Edge. Uh, the 2021 Royal Rumble winner comes back last year after a nine-year absence, a career-ending injury, cut down in the prime of his career. And he comes back and he's going to go on to WrestleMania and main event against one of the two champions. 
What a story, man. Uh, and I know people hate on it and they say, oh, Vince only likes part-timers. Edge is different. This is a different situation. How cool is it? Edge is one of like three or four people uh, that has wrestled in the Attitude Era, the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era, the PG Era, and now whatever era you want to call this, the streaming era, I don't know. Um, but he has wrestled in all these times and wrestled against all different guys. It is so cool to see, uh, you know, I don't know. There's not much I can say, but I really think it's edge. Uh, and for people that hate on it, it, it's different. This isn't just some old timer who, you know, gets a golden ticket and just kind of comes back. This is a guy that lost everything and clawed back to where he's at. And I, I believe he deserves it. Yeah, he, he's a good choice this week, Keith, but I'm actually going to go another route. Um, Great pick. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm going Bianca Belair. I'm going the winner of the women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, look, Bianca Belair uh, is amazing. We all know that. She's on the upstart. Uh, she's one of the most athletically gifted women's competitors in all of wrestling. Um, she was entering the Rumble at number three. She went all the way, battled Rhea Ripley in the final two. Now, there was speculation, like we discussed last time, that maybe her both of her feet did touch the floor. But she's a winner nonetheless. She's getting an opportunity to face either Sasha Banks or Asuka at WrestleMania for a women's title. Awesome to see um, the progression she's made in her time up on the main roster. Um, and, and also props to Rhea Ripley. Too, for lasting that long uh, she came in uh i believe around number nine or ten lasted that long probably 30 minutes um and she got a, a call up to the main roster too uh, after that uh, along with damien priest in the men's role i'm a big fan of damien priest by the way look out for him he might be uh he he he, he might be a future wwe champion someday but my wrestler of the week is the winner of the women's royal rumble Miss Bianca Belair, the est of WWE, as she likes to call herself, the est. So that is my wrestler of the week. That's a fantastic pick, man. And um, it's funny. I'm going to just briefly say this. Um, we used to get, when we started back on on actually talking positively about WWE, we started getting uh, nasty emails and comments and even lost some uh, some listeners because we were actually speaking nicely about the WWE. But I hope this lets the tag gang know we were never intentionally bagging on the WWE. We just called it like we saw it. And if we didn't like something, you know, we talked about it. And there was a long period of time where we weren't enjoying the WWE. And things are starting to turn around. And that that should be all of us. We You shouldn't hate for hate's sake. Um, and you shouldn't hate on people who are just either telling the truth or their truth or, you know, deciding they like something that you don't like just give people a shot but it and, and it's fine if, if they never listen again so be it whatever it's okay because you and i are always going to be real if there's something we don't like about aew or mlw we've said it <laughs> we'll let you know it says the good the bad you know and blah 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 so it's just interesting man but i gotta give credit to wwe they have really stepped things up lately yeah and i, I want to say this before we end keith i don't think i told you this but this past episode of Monday Night Raw was actually the first time in a very long time where I actually sat and watched all three hours and not got bored or 
or you know just said oh this is stupid every match had a purpose it was good it was fresh uh and, and it also helped keith i think this helps too that these legends are kind of making the comebacks you know edge and carlito's back now the the stars of my youth i think that helps a little bit keep keeps me interested and whatnot uh but yeah first time in a while you know raw really kept my interest um so keep it up wwe i like where this is going if raw can can somehow be as good as smackdown <laughs> wwe's going the right path so all right, Tag Gang, that's going to do it for this episode of Mixed Tag. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share this wherever you share it. Facebook, Twitter, you can follow us on there as well. Uh, you know, Keith is always on the Twitter. Uh, I don't think he ever logs off. I think it's in, engraved in his head, our Twitter password. So uh, there we have it. That was the episode of Mixed Tag from the Wrestling Encyclopedia. And three-time, three-time, three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion. Mr. Keith White, I'm the Cowboy Jared Watson. We are out. <laughs>